Hello and welcome to the Mike, DJ, and Doc Show, the show that plants seeds for cultivating new culture. I'm your host, DJ Cornerstone, and my co-host is none other than Dr. William Sullivan Sr., better known on the show as Doc. We'll discuss the boundaries of our communities of things known and unknown and offer listeners a new connection to forward progress that creates a new culture that we all can be a part of harmoniously. Please stay tuned for special information at the end. Be sure to listen all the way through for the details. Hello, and welcome back to the Mike, DJ, and Doc show. How you doing there, Doc? Hey, all is well. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I tell you what, tonight, well, on this broadcast, we're going to be talking about the love I lost. I know y'all probably like the love I lost, huh? Y'all probably thinking of a Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, The Love I Lost. Yeah, was that sweet Uh love? (laughs) But anyway, yes, we're talking about The Love Uh I Lost. We're talking about it, uh, relationships, and we're talking from a male and female perspective. We know it's a lot of relationships out there and everything, but we're just talking from a male. For this show, we're talking from a male and female perspective. All right, I'm going to set the table here. Relationship is any connection between two people which can be either positive or negative. Today, we'll be talking about the love I lost. All right. So that's what we're talking about today. You know, recently, uh, you put out there on a post uh, uh, this uh, illustration that said, the spirit of rejection, neglect, and the lack of appreciation will cause you to lose the love of your life. Now, basically, in this illustration, it shows a man being pushed away from what I'm assuming is his wife. Will you care to explain a little bit what's the thoughts behind that post when you put it out there? Oh, boy. Wow, yes. Um, That post was trying to help um, couples and... um, you know, realize uh, when you got somebody valuable in your life. You know, um, I, I was cutting this old man's hair today, one of my older clients, and, um, you know, he was reflecting on his wife and how, you know, she passed away and say it's so hard some days without her and, you know, how he misses their soul and it's just rough on him, 80-something years old. And he utilized a term that we often hear, but it was different. He said, you don't miss your water until your well runs dry. And often heard that term, but coming from him, the spirit of the pain and just what he was, you know, dealing with. Because today, I guess he was having that a rough day in that moment. And just realizing how the spirit of rejection, neglect, and the lack of appreciation, how many times people don't realize how valuable People are in their lives. So what they do, they reject them. They neglect them. You know what I'm saying? And they don't appreciate them. So um, you, you want to interject right there? Or what? Well, what, <laughs> are, what are some of the things that may cause someone to, to do that? You know? I mean, um, what, what, what would be an example of maybe someone not appreciating their, their loved one? Uh, not appreciating them would be just uh, being unsupportive 
um, you know, non-compliance, um, you know, not uh, realizing, you know, someone's efforts, you know, and um, yeah, there, man, you can sh- show lack of appreciation, it's taking people for granted, not saying thank you. Yeah. You know, I mean, thank you go you a long way. way. Oh, yeah, a long way. You know, doing the laundry, doing things, making sure the house is taken, making sure the fields are taken care of, just appreciating you got somebody in your life. Because the Bible says two are better than one. A lot of people are doing it all by themselves. Mm-hmm. You got somebody to do it with. Hey, come on. You know, you want to appreciate them. And, and see, sometimes, like you said, uh, not appreciate them uh, is like you're not on the same page. Because Correct. if you're on the same page with building something and going, Y'all going the same direction or something like that. But then if one is putting in more than the other and the other one seems like they're not appreciated, well, that, that'll cause some division quite easily. Right. Yes. It, it really would. It really would. Because, I mean, you know, where, you know, it's like, oh, man, oh, man, this could go so many different ways. <laughs> you know, I love this one. Right. See, I know. I, I, see, I know that's why it's such a challenge for you right now because, yeah, like I really said, you is. you do intense study on these different things, yeah. and I know you just yeah. flooded right now with all kind of different directions to go. Well, I'm just gonna ask yes. you just to slow down, take a step back, and pick one. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I mean, I mean, you know, it's just um, like I say, a lot of times people take people for granted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's one, that's a major key is, you know, taking someone for granted. And I mean, you, you got to be mindful of that. You just got to be mindful. You got to be in tune to people's feelings. Many people are insensitive that, you know, they're, they don't show sympathy. They're mm-hmm. not. Okay, you and know? Yeah. Like when you say feelings there. Sometimes you rely on body language to convey your feelings instead of just having the conversation. Okay. Because, you know, yeah. some, some situations is I may not look like I'm interested, but I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention, you know? Right. And, yeah. and see, I, I, I know I'm a little complicated, you know, and I, I don't, but I know I'm a little complicated when it comes to different things like that. Cause I have almost the same expression all the time, but I mean, in, other, in some relationships, sometimes you some people can rely on those body language to give them the signs. And then when they're not connected with where the person is thinking or whatever, and right. it can be confusing right there. And, yes. and that could be a, a challenge. Yes, it can. And you know, body language countenance is powerful. I mean, the, one of the first things God dealt with in the Bible in Genesis was countenance. He asked Cain, why has thou countenance fallen? Mm-hmm. But God was saying, your face is telling me you done killed somebody that you were in relationship oh, with. Talk about it, sir. Talk about it. <laughs> I mean, you know, and uh, and then he asked him, where your brother at? He's like, am I my brother's keeper? But God had already knew what he did, and his face had already told the story. And we often heard the terminology, if looks could kill, that's really in the Bible. It's called a cockatrice spirit. It was this. It was this um, particular uh, entity. I'm gonna just say that that you know it had a look about it, 
was a called a cockatrice egg, and the looks could really literally kill somebody. Mm. And so that's where that terminology comes from. People just think looks kill. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Cain, why has thou countenance fallen? What did Cain do? He had did what? He had killed his brother. So we got to be mindful, you know, of our body language. And it's notorious for, you know, a lot women have it real bad, you know, with um, facial expressions and looks on their faces and, um, you know, and things of that nature. I'm even watching the WNBA now, and I remember there were some players that are elite and in their talent, but and they were leaders, but they would say they were bad leaders because they would hurt the morale of their team because of their expression sometimes. How they would look at their other teammates, the women, you know, it was like, it would be so demonstrative. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? That it would, you know, so, so posture, body language, facial expressions, powerful. Here's another one. Looks Here's another one that causes sometimes some things mm-hmm. to happen. Holding on to the past. Yes. Yes. I mean, you care, you bring and, baggage in from a previous relationship that, yeah. like I said, that didn't end well, and you yet hold on to that walking into the new one, and then you find that being a problem in the new relationship. But it's still, you need to, sometimes you need to identify that and really understand that that needs to be left out of the relationship. And I think that's the challenge yeah. on, on male and females. That's that's the hard thing because, you know, once you get hurt and tru- truly been hurt, it's it's hard for mm-hmm. folks to get over that. And it's hard yeah. for people to move on because something always come back to remind you of that pain. And w- even when you get out there and trying to meet someone new or something like that, that pain is still there. It's still there. Uh-huh. And then... Like you said, it may start off, the relationship may start off well, but then something may trigger that. And the the new person be like, well, what happened? Where'd that right. come from? You know? And yes. and because it, it never was discussed in the beginning. Correct. I mean, I got you. conversation That's is key good. to a lot. I mean, but like I said, I can understand that on the first date, dumping everything out on the table. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, yeah. then they gonna be like, hey, "What is this a nutcase or something?" Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, after yeah. you've been in a relationship for a while, you know, it's time uh, maybe to maybe talk about something that hurt you in the past, so that the person would be aware of it. I mean, what do you think? Oh yeah, that, that's very true, and uh, that's powerful because many times when you connect with someone, you connect with the history of their decision making, mm-hmm. and everything that they have been involved with. You got to realize you don't just marry them. You marry the history of their involvements, the history of their decisions. Uh, you know, if their credit, let's just deal with it as if their credit is oh, yeah. <laughs> And you connect with them. Come on. You've married the history of all their decisions making with their inability to pay and or not pay, to pay on time or to pay late. Come on, you see what I'm saying? Yes. So now, you know, so it's the same way with whoever they've been involved with. Because a lot of we're dealing with a lot of people are listening that have children, so already have children, so you know they already had ready made families, and um, you know I can't even think of the other word for that, but everybody gets blended so families. Huh? is called blended yes. families. So, yes, so they're already coming in. That's history. That's involvement. That means you know there may be a baby daddy I got to deal with, a baby mom I got to deal with, <laughs> that is so true. Drama that I didn't sign up for. And you that is true. And, 
And yes. think about it, when you mention that. Now, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think people still do that. But I mean, some people come into a relationship and don't even bring up the fact it's a baby mama out there until it's too late or something like that. Now, me, I, I, I'm, I'm not in that situation where I had kids right. everywhere. I only had child with my wife, current wife I have now. And I'm going to tell you like this. Even when I was younger, before I got saved, before I was going to church, before anything, even when I was out there in the, I want to say in the party and the hanging out or whatever, I just never believed in that strong or having families starting all over the place. And the reason why, because I was always, and I'm going to tell you, I'm, I was always scared that it, it wouldn't last or something. And that could be wrong. And then yes. I would have that person left behind. And like I said, I know that's not with everybody. Everybody's got their own way of looking at it. I'm just speaking from my perspective of me or why I didn't. I only had the child that I would, once I got married is when I felt comfortable enough to have a child. Let's put it like that. So I'm talking about me. I'm not talking about everybody else. But like I said, it, it's, it can be a, a challenge because like you said, if that relationship didn't last and then now you finally find the one, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then not, and then the first one, like you said, ain't all together like they, well, you feel they should be because I ain't going to put a uh, bad label on, but how you feel they should be. And that could be causing, like you said, causing tremendous problem in the new relationship. Right. Yes. That's the challenge right there. Yeah. It really can. And another thing, you can talk about everything in the beginning, mm-hmm. Mike. Yes. Study. And through, you know, just doing this so many years, you gotta understand people evolve. They either they they're evolving into something you want, or they're evolving into somebody you don't want. Always mm-hmm. when people are evolving. And evolving means nobody is gonna be who they were when you first met them. Okay. You know, we talk about it all the time. Every four years, man, transitions in relationship. It's like every four seasons, seasons, mother change, we get with. Marriage and relationship four years, people evolve. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tell somebody all your ambitions and dreams in year number one, but in year 12, you know what I'm saying? You don't know what they have evolved in. A lot of times people evolve into the culture that they were brought up in. Sometimes she become like her mama. I tell a lot of guys, study her mama. Don't see if her mama house is clean. <laughs> Don't watch your mama how she responds to a man. Do she got a man? You know, because uh, that's who you gonna eventually be with. Look at her side. When you she has kids with her, she gonna end up developing just like her mom. So she, you know, and it's a real reality. You know, so <laughs> and that's that's true. Hold on, 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 yeah. Hold on, Doc. Now, <laughs> I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Like you said, evolve yeah. into that because, like you said, they may refer back to where they came from. True enough. Yeah. But is it a, a slight chance, a slight chance that mm-hmm. maybe something that they can come in contact with will help them evolve in another direction so that you can just just totally rely on what mama did because, see, mama may have been lazy. <laughs> you know. There you go, yes. And <laughs> but, so, that's, so that's what they know. That's what you still say. So, you know, so they got to be in tune with the Spirit. It is very important yes. that they can be in tune with the Holy Spirit 
that they can transition and evolve and develop into the woman of God that God would have them to be, to the man that God that God connected them with. Because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, God gave Adam uh, Eve because he said, I'm going to give you a help meet that's suitable. That word suitable is key. It's just like a suit. S-U-I-T is the root word in it. And it's like a tailor's garment. That's what it, what God designed for a wife to be, just like in a, a tailor's garment. What a tailor can do with his garment is he can adjust the garment to fit the person in any season they're in. So if I gain some weight, he leaves enough material in it. He leaves it away where he can always or she can always adjust it. And that's what it meant when God made a woman to be suitable for her husband, to be able to adjust with him in any season, to be able to match his energy level, to be able to grow with him and flourish with him. And only when Eve became unsuitable for her husband is when, when she had a conversation with the serpent mm-hmm. and he redirected her. Do you mm-hmm. understand? Yeah. And so, so, so the thing is, so it's, go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, you no keep saying? going. Keep yeah. going what you was going on. I'm, I'm yeah. just agreeing with yeah. you. Keep going. She said, right. until she had so, the conversation with the serpent, that then, like I said, he misdirected her. She allowed it, yes. but he misdirected her. Correct. Yes. And that's the truth. And that's the enemy. He always wants to bring in the spirit of rejection. Let's go back to the question you asked. Where Let's it go. came from. The spirit of rejection. The spirit of a lack of appreciation. Um, and the, let, let me see the other one. Ask me the question. And neglect. Rejection, neglect, and a lack of appreciation. You know, and so therefore, the enemy always offers an alternative method, an alternative way than doing it God's way as far as relationships. And I mean, and of course, it don't work. It never works. It never works. And so and we see what happened with mm. you know. I see. Yeah, but... Uh, i tell you what, let's move on to right here. Another reason why it may have a separation there. You have trust issues. Yes. Yeah, trust. Yeah. Because, see, like we said, we're talking about from the male perspective and the female perspective, right? And yes. so far, we've been talking with as the male as the lead on, on this podcast. We're talking about as the male as the lead. And if the man is following after Christ, mm-hmm. well, his wife should follow him as he follows Christ, right? If they're on the same page. Let's put that in there. If they're on the yes. same page. Now, if he's plowing out the pathway for the family ahead, why is it so challenging sometimes for the the woman to to trust him, the trust that he's trust tr- trust in him as he lead him? Well, and, and then once again, I mean that's where the enemy always tries to come up against the household. He hates authority. He hates headship. He hates doing it God's way. And usually, who? The enemy always came after the week of this. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. 
Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. After the week of this, you know, and uh, to misguide, redirect, cause division in the home. Proverbs 14 and 1 says a foolish woman destroys her household, tears her household down with her own hands. So no matter what her husband builds, he's constantly, it's constantly being pulled down, not by outside forces, but by inside forces. Even the scripture, even Jesus said, your own, your own enemies will be right within your own household. You know, you don't know how to hear that, that message preached. That's what you those taboos in church, uh, no, you, you don't know. hear that. Mm -hmm, no, but it, it's right there. Jesus said, your own enemies will come from within your household. Can you, you, know? can so, you expound on that a little bit with the enemy in the yeah, household? I mean, because that's what we do. We, we bring out some of those taboos that we, we should be talking about in church on here. Right. Correct. Yes. And it's just, I mean, because whenever you're building, the enemy hates to build. Satan hates to build. You know, if you're building structure, he wants to make you feel unappreciated. You know what I'm saying? He don't want you to feel celebrated. I mean, it's just the division. A house what? Divided. Cannot stand. That is the enemy's job, to divide what is standing. He ain't trying to divide nothing. It ain't standing. If you live in the rut, it's already messed up. Y'all fighting it each other every day and you hate each other and sleep in the separate bedrooms and all that, he already got the victory at that house. He ain't even got to come there. He goes to and fro. He just, uh, y'all cool. Y'all doing my work. I holler at y'all. He go find some that are, come on, that are pressing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's why the scriptures say, how could two walk together except they agree? That's the power of agreement. And the enemy brings what? Disagreement. Mm -hmm. Disagreement. He'll give a woman, you got, you got a vision, you working on something. Your husband got something. Well, wait a minute. How are you working on something? You all into that. And you neglect to be here because you're working on something. What do you got you working on? God really, did God give you that? He didn't. See what I'm saying? That's where the enemy brings deception in. Creates confusion. That's another popular confusion. And God is not the author of what? Confusion. You know what I'm saying? You got a vision and your husband got a vision. Wait a minute. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? God gave you that vision. And God gave your husband, wait a minute, something wrong. You sure? Who is the God of this world, though? The lowercase G-O-D. I see. Well, I tell you what, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Silver Cup Investments. All right, welcome back to the Mike, DJ, and Doc show, where we're talking about the love I lost here. It's Doc and myself talking about these different topics, and we, ju we just went through a— a lot of things that causes the division and separation. And and what we're getting ready to do now is we don't want to just leave you there because we talked about the things that are uh, like the spirit of rejection, uh, the neglect and lack of respect for one another in the relationship. So what we're going to talk about is now path forward to a healthy relationship. And Ooh. one of the things that... Uh, creates a path forward is understanding the boundaries. Boundaries. Because, like I said, as much as we want to do everything together, some things that just require quiet time is 
sometimes a time of peace for one individual or the other. And Doc, I mean, what are some boundaries or some different things that we can go through that allows people to find maybe a peace in a relationship? Um, I mean, open lines of communication. And another thing is, is having accountability partners. A spiritual authority is key. And, you know, that is one of the master wisdom, wisdom with winning with wisdom keys mm-hmm. of relationships. Having like somebody to be accountable to. The couple being accountable to another senior couple. Because first of all, I mean, if you didn't even have a model in your home of a father, of a husband, of a wife, you know, how are you going to implement and be something that you never even had modeled to? You know, how are you going to know that when you get angry, man, you can't punch your fist through the wall or choke her out? Or she a butcher knife or throw some hot grease on you because, you know, what she's seen on a Medea, uh, you know, Tyler Perry movies, you know, because mm-hmm. or listen to in a um a rap song. She took in her message from um the lady talking about I don't cook, I don't clean, let me tell you I got this ring. You know, and it's like uh chick, that's an unrealistic reality. Unrealistic reality. So people need to have be accountable. Being accountable, it basically means I'm telling on you when we get over here. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you're gonna hold you accountable because. When you people are not accountable, they become irresponsible. They manipulate. They use. They women use sex as a weapon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Instead of sex as a blessing and empowerment and enrichment in their marriage. Well, I ain't giving you none tonight. Well, you know that's that's witchcraft. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't realize that's witchcraft. That's what witches do to control. That means you use it. Oh, you know, to control. <laughs> you know, things go your wow. way, but. Yeah, so you know, we'll go ahead. Yeah, that's I mean, that 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 is uh, something right there that you mentioned that. But yeah, it's, it's some relationships where they they do that. But like you said, that's that should be something that a, a shared love that you're not using yeah. it as an advice against someone. But I tell you what, what about yeah. this uh, supporting your mate in their pursuit of their passion? Because if you if your mate is passionate about something, I think. Nothing more would bring you close together than to support them when they're out there doing their passion and vice versa. Right. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And, and definitely. And you, you, you always, and you don't want your wife to be affirmed, her beauty to be affirmed by no other man. Mm-hmm. It should be affirmed at home that when somebody else compliments your wife, she's oh, my husband already told me that. So, you know, she's not even looking for affirmation because she gets it. And vice versa, a woman don't need, don't want no other woman affirming her man. Talking about how good he dresses, how good he teaches, how he carries himself, and you seem like such an amazing man. If you're not doing things for because, I mean, we just live in a culture nowadays, it's out of balance. So sometimes mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, you deal with a lot with women. Well, because the scales is out of balance. And I try to help some of these sisters, especially mm-hmm. that are winning not to lose because women are notorious for winning the battle, but losing the war. I said that right. Cause I taught on that too in that situation. Yeah. They're notorious. No, for winning the fight is how I put it, but losing the battle, mm-hmm. you know, you want to keep bringing up something to keep happening. Keep attacking. Wait, you know, you, you know, you winning the fight, but you losing the battle. 
And what that means, you're, you're winning a fight, but you're losing your man because you're pushing. So, but did I answer the question? Well, like I you, you went more into the, the <laughs> affirmation of, yeah. like you said, supporting that way. But I was supporting, I, the question was like supporting your mate and their passion. Like yeah. uh, we talked on the episode before, we talked about with a DJ uh, Cornerstone. Uh, he was doing all the different things with uh, fam, the, the footwork and raising money and stuff. But his wife was right there supporting him in some of the the dancing, like I said, with the family and stuff they was doing as a family. And that's got to boost him up when he's out there doing that. Because we know he faced some challenges, but to know that his wife is backing him up and the family's out there doing it, supporting each other in their passion and what they're going after. You know, so I, that's that's what I was leaning right. toward. But like I said, you yeah. still you covered the support of the mate. <laughs> you did you covered that, so that's awesome. Here's here's another thing right here, and I think this is big because I don't even think couples think about this that much. Is understanding and forgiving your mate for making a mistake. Sometimes, like I said, when you're out there and, you, and you're trying to do something or whatever, and you may make a mistake or whatever. Sometimes it, it, the, your mate don't never let it go. You know, oh. it, makes it, it makes it tough for you to move on from that. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And keep bringing it up. And you know what I'm saying? You know you feel, you wow. realize you made a mistake because we're talking about you don't already acknowledge you made it. But, okay. but they being unforgiving and not forgiving you and letting it die out and move on to the next one. And still put the trust back in you, because that's the that's the right. key. That's the key right there. Because if uh, yeah. they don't, if you start losing the trust, well, of course the the relationship is starting to dissolve right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 There's got to be a lot of forgiveness, in um, you know, in order to have a successful relationship. Yeah, because I mean, none of us is perfect. No, none correct. of us perfect. It's it. going to make yes. make every right move. Yeah. All the time, it's going to be a time or two where you make a mistake, where you did something that you probably regret. And yeah. according to what the mistake was, now, mm-hmm. if it's something that's unforgivable, well, then, like I said, then that's, that's a whole nother conversation. Well, I'm talking about, like, mm-hmm. minor mistakes. Maybe you bought something you shouldn't have bought or something. You know what I mean? Or, <laughs> or you uh, <laughs> did something that you shouldn't have done. But the point is, is sometimes that that can be a stumbling block in a lot of relationships too. That the mates can can't come back together after that. Oh wow, that's okay. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, that would be a bit much, and mm-hmm. I believe that would be some other unresolved issues if it's some small, minute things that somebody couldn't come back from that. But sometimes if it's a history of poor decision making. After years and years and years of major setbacks, and I'm, I'm just talking about, not, you know, yeah, like things that can majorly affect, you know, like drinking and driving, license, you know, mm-hmm. major court fines, just major stupid stuff, mm-hmm. you know, can, can take a toll. Somebody doing being on drugs, stealing, you know, stole the, the rent money, but you know, the grocery money, the kid school money. I mean, it's you know, I'm finding Nintendos and PlayStation and whatever else. The kind of stuff like that could 
that could you know go in a different yeah that place. now like yeah. you said yeah that is wow. that is something as like you said a repeat history of that yeah it's really yeah. time to sit down and someone to make a decision if it's if yeah. counseling can't solve it or if it's a chemical dependency and all that kind of stuff which we're not gonna get into that tonight right. uh, oh, i keep saying tonight but get into that on this podcast this gotcha. episode but it's just sometimes it's just the simple things that holding people holding you made to a higher an unrealistic standard you know wow that's a big word that's uh, good. because like you said sometimes you you expect something that wasn't there and probably never been there but now this person mm -hmm. can't live up to it or you ain't told them what the standard is and right. and like you said now it's causing friction yeah yeah and that yeah, that could that can very well be something. I mean, you know, um, you you got to constantly work on your relationships. There's no safe place mm -hmm. to to you know to give up. I know some people that have been married over thirty years and just got divorced, and you know, and so they were in a leadership, pastoral position, like So there's no safe place. That mm -hmm. lets us know. People think you're going to arrive to a place where, oh, it's just easy like Sunday morning. I mean, hey, by the time you get to that place, hey, college just be sitting there rocking together. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have to be on work for that place. Uh -huh. you, you get what I'm saying? Yes. Because, dude, you know, especially us that are taking care of our bodies, living life, we got so much life ahead of us. I'm 48 years old. You know, my, you know, I've got so much life ahead of me. Mm -hmm. If you get, you know, we got so much and steady evolving, steady going through things, you know, as I accomplish one thing, I'm going after something else. That's because that's how a man finds purpose in his work, in his passion, you know, mm -hmm. and of course, you know, so hey, man, you got, you got to, um, and ain't no safe place. Keep grinding in that thing. Mm -hmm. Keep going to conference. Keep going on vacation. Keep doing things to keep it spiced up. A lot of couples don't even have sex. Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy. It's like they don't, they're not even intimate. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, so what has taken place that caused that divide? Dude, I mean, like, really? Mm -hmm. So it's like, and that's, man, I mean, that is so twisted. A twisted desire has taken place. I mean, you don't even attract it to your mate no more like that. But y'all wow. together? How? Wow. That's real? Mm -hmm. That's real? I mean, huh? I mean, wait a minute. But y'all just lay there. I mean, you don't never get in high school. But no, no, I mean, nothing. Uh, nothing. <laughs> I'm like, man, huh? huh? For real? <laughs> God, I'm like, okay. That's right. Yeah. This is the Mike DJ and Doc show, and we talk yeah. about real yeah. stuff. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. Well, and today we indulge in a lot of information. Um, you know, this is one of my great passions to deal with relationships, uh, marriage, family, very passionate about it, realize the importance of it. And, uh, you know, I'm very adamant of where the Bible talks about two are better than one, and it's not good for mankind to be alone. And God made us relational people. And his first commandment was that we love him and then that we love somebody else. And that's powerful. Then the first fruit of the spirit is love. And so 
um, you know, we just want to make sure that uh, we realize the importance of love. Man, uh, you you got to be willing to make sacrifices for love. Uh, have humility, you know, have humility because, um, you know, nobody wants to grow old by themselves with the lack of love and, you know, affection because we were, a, we were made for companionship. And that's where love, love is. And I mean, you have to be, you just, you know, you got to be mindful of the root of bitterness growing in your heart. You know, divorce, even our Lord and Savior talk about it comes from the heart and the heart, meaning I'm just unwilling to let something go. And you got to ask yourself, what has taken place that I go from love to hate? And, you know, it's a song that says there's a thin line between love and hate. Sometimes it feels like it's a real reality because sometimes if you go to divorce court and deal with couples that, you know, how there's such hatred for couples that used to love each other so and have made vows until death do a spot to love one another, but now they hate each other. So you just really want to realize man, the importance of having someone in your life and then just, you know, being submitted to some kind of spiritual authority that you can be mentored. And that you can evolve each season, that you can be held accountable, that you don't have this mentality, I'm grown, I can do whatever I want to do. But see, I can't, because the mentality of that was even established when we were all growing up in our parents' home. I can't wait till I get going, I can do whatever I want to do. But guess what? That's not a real reality. It's not real. Do you understand? You can't be with somebody and have a mindset, I'm grown, I do what I want to do. Come on, where? Well, that's, that, that, you, can't, you can't have that mentality. Because then, I mean, you can fail to communicate. You can do whatever you want to do. Why? Because you can do whatever you want to do in your relationship and your love life is not working. Can't have it your way. And hey, I'm going to leave it at that. And there it is. All right. Thank you, Doc, for there it is. Everyone listening to us, if you have any questions for Doc, DJ, or Mike, please go to our website, MikeDJandDoc.com. Please continue to send us your comments and or suggestions. And before you leave the site, don't forget to subscribe to our website and like us on Facebook. We are available wherever you get your podcast. Our next episode release date will be October 7th. And like always, we leave you with Matthew 25 and 40, the good news translation. The king will reply, I tell you, whenever you did this for one of the least important of these followers of mine, you did it for me. We want to leave you with a question. Am I helping at least one person? Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>